Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Side Love with the Cooks. I'm Erica and this is my mama. And this is Valerie, who is crazy with March Madness. Yes. Crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. Even though March is almost over. Uh, um, oh, excuse me. Gee whiz. <laughs> March is almost Willikers. over. We're still we're still bad. We're still crazy. We still crazy. We still crazy. <laughs> We hope everybody's doing well, staying safe, taking taking them antihistamines, y'all. The, the green dust has descended here in Atlanta. I washed my car this weekend, and today, I guess everything's on the car. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in a big parking lot, so I guess it's just get covered, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to storm tomorrow because it's too hot today. I just <laughs> it's all don't bad. know. <laughs> it's all bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, we hope everybody's doing well. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. Let us jump right on into our highlights and violations. Mama, do you have a highlight this week? My highlight was the St. Peter's Collegiate Men's Basketball Team. Oh, Okay. I like them. I like them. Let's just say I fell in love with them. So, congratulations, although they, you know, got beat the other day. But I liked watching them play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like the coach. Now, that's going to be my violation because I heard that he was getting ready to leave for another head coaching position. And all those facts just left my brain, so. Oh. Well, maybe that was already scheduled to happen. Okay. Yeah, I wanted him to come back next year with that team. Hmm. You know okay. what I mean? That's what I wanted. <laughs> what was your highlight? Um, My highlight was the Elite Eight game that went in a double overtime between UConn and... Last uh, night was a wonderful game. was a wonderful, wonderful... At NC State. And I was yeah, really rooting uh-huh. for NC State. I was, too. I was, too. But the little girl for UConn, mm, I think she missed one shot the whole overtime series. Mm-hmm. Paige, uh, Paige stepped up mm-hmm. to the moment, for sure. Just uh, one shot. So, um, that was a really, really, really good game. Yes, it was. I thoroughly enjoyed myself and was crazy because I was rooting for, I guess at that point they were considered the underdogs, North Carolina State, even though they were the number one seed. Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah, I was definitely rooting for her. Because I, I liked what I saw from watching um, – from watching North Carolina State, mm-hmm. so I was definitely rooting for them for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was surprised. I don't think I had paid. No, well, I know, I, I know, I didn't pay attention to North Carolina State this year. Uh, 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 uh. I know I did, because you know this year it was ups and downs. I mean, as far as the ratings of the team, the rankings of the team, mm-hmm. it, it it changed a lot. Yes. Because I think it was we had you know quite a few teams had uh, player multiple players with injuries that missed a lot of time and that's kind of how UConn ended up being a they're a four seed a three mm-hmm. seed 
one of for, them. One, mm-hmm. yeah. Normally, they weren't the number one seed. Right, when they're normally a number one seed, but they had, you know, several people in and out of the lineup. and mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's why I, like. And you know what? Game. And for the first time last night, I liked Gino. Yeah, his post-game interview was really, I thought that right. was really sweet. I was just like. He seems humble now to me. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to all these years in the past. I guess the older you get, the more humbler you get, I guess. Yeah, he realized, you know, you don't have to meet more trips. That's what, <laughs> that's what he was saying, is that, the, you know, the older you get, you don't, you know, there's less of them. Mm-hmm. Seems like a more um, finite thing going to mm-hmm. the Final Four after year after year. Um, and I noticed that about the Kentucky Calipari, I've noticed that the past couple of years with his boys, because he, ha- you know, they haven't been top notch, but he's been humble. He understands where those young men were or are, and mm-hmm. I was just impressed with that after yeah. all these years. Yeah. So, do you have a violation this week? I mean, I'm just going to say it, and we don't have to discuss it. The press conference Deshaun Watson held, I just thought was like, why you do this? Why even bother? Oh, yeah, I didn't even bother to watch it, so I'm going to take your word for it. (laughs) Uh, My violation this week is just, why do we have to keep talking about the Los Angeles Lakers? (laughs) That's your team. Why we got to keep talking about That's that? your team. It is what it is at this point. I, yeah. That's your team. Like, yeah, LeBron's not going to be, it, they are the game or two from not even making the play in. So, like, we could just talk about other teams. Yeah, they're not playing tonight. He or Davis. Yeah. And they so? are getting, they're getting thumped. By oh, 30. really? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. And it's still. We're only halfway through the third quarter. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm tired of talking about the Lakers. Well, and they're in the playoff implications for like not like the Lakers as a whole, but like can the Lakers make it? Can they make a playoff run? Are they championship contenders? No, they're not. No, they're not. They're not. Y'all, y'all did everything in the off season last year, and it blew up in your face. Correct. And that's all right. That happens. You, right, you're right. <laughs> I, I, no, you know I know you're right. But I mean, I'm just for once, America's team. Now we get to watch somebody else in the playoffs, but we will get there. Um, let's jump right into our headlines of the week, where we will start with final fours for both mm-hmm. the men and the women. But we'll start mm-hmm. with the women. So the final mm-hmm. four matchup this year, we have South Carolina versus Louisville, and mm. then Stanford versus UConn. So two number one seeds, and then a one versus a two. UConn was a two seed. Okay. Those are going to be good games. Yeah, especially the Stanford-UConn game. I've liked everything I've seen from Stanford every time I've had the chance to watch them play. Although they came back the other night. 
after overtime. I think they went in overtime too last night. Because I really wanted Texas to win, but I digress. <laughs> um, of the most evenly matched games, I think it's going to be Louisville and South Carolina. I think UConn has a leg up on Stanford. 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 I don't know. I think Stanford has been consistent this entire year. Where I think UConn, now that everybody's healthy, mm-hmm. they're kind of they've kind of hit a stride in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Stanford has been consistently good this entire season. But I mean, whatever happens, it's going to be a good game. Okay. Well, yeah, I am looking forward to those games. I really am. I'm still going with South Carolina. Yeah. I I, I was rooting still, for NC State, so <laughs> I guess I got to pick somebody else. Now. Yes, yes. <laughs> I was rooting. I'm, I'm going to pick South Carolina. That's how I'm going to do. All right. That's what we're we going to pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I do like South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm calm. I'm cool with that pick. Okay. I'm good with that. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so those games are happening on the first Friday, fe- uh, February. Ooh, Friday, April first. Mm-hmm. And then on Saturday, April second, we have Final Four starting for the men, mm-hmm. where we have Villanova facing Kansas and Duke facing North Carolina. I never said oh, good, good games. Should be good games. Did you? Should be good games. Did you know this is the first time that Duke and North Carolina have I met? I heard that. In the final four? I've heard that. Um, that is insane. That's going to be a good game. That is going to be a good game because, number one, uh, Duke has to avenge the last home game loss. Yes, number and one. they've been – I think that was a turning point for, for them because so, they've been playing very well. Right, so they just – but the petty in me also wants North Carolina. A little bit, the little petty part of me is like, "Come on, North Carolina, send them home one more time." And see, I want Coach Hubert. Hubert. Hubert Davis. Him to win. Yeah, I, I do him. too. Yeah, I but I, I mean, either way, either way, I'm gonna feel good about that game. Whoever wins. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Now, the other game, Villanova and... Kansas. Um, hmm. I haven't seen too much of Villanova this season. What I have seen of Kansas, I do like. So, I think mm-hmm. I'm going to root for Kansas in this one. For sure. Yeah, I think Kansas got the edge. Um, oh. Yeah, I'm not going to root for Villanova because they beat Houston. And I picked Houston. To go I know, I did too. We did too. <laughs> Because I guess I hadn't watched Villanova all season. Yeah, I hadn't watched too much of Villanova, to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, these are the final four matchups. Some good stories, some good games. I mean, even the Elite Eight on both sides, mm-hmm. we had some, some good games. Oh, my goodness. We had some um, good games. Now, I may have Michigan lost. I am, too. Uh, Houston. Mm-hmm. St. Peter's. Well, I think we saw that. No. 
What you mean? No, no. you didn't. You no, really, I was you really thought the 15 seed was gonna make it to the final four. Yes, yes, the way them boys were playing. Yes, I mean that's what the Cinderella story is. The clock the gotta what? strike twelve at some point. <sighs> the way them boys were playing, Erica. Yes, I, I thought they could do. It. I thought they could have done it. Huh? It was fun none while of it that, lasted. None of their shots were falling that night, though. That was the problem. None of their shots were falling. And and that failed during the whole tournament. And the thing is, is that North Carolina never St. Peter's have been able to get by because teams allowed them to keep it close. North Carolina was dominant from the very start. Well, you know that's my philosophy. You, you know. Put, put oh, now that's now it's your philosophy. But when South Carolina <laughs> was beating up on people, you talking about that wasn't nice. It just didn't look nice, Erica. It don't it look just, nice. It, it did who? not look nice. Now that's the game that I missed. I'm just talking about the score. It did not look nice. Forty. I mean, four. You had but four I'm just saying, points. All these teams was lollygagging, and that's how a 15 seed made it to the Elite Eight. South Carolina said, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Won't be no hateration in this dancery. And, and, I, and I thought it was going to be, I was getting ready to call your Uncle Larry and just wear him out. <laughs> nope, not today. <laughs> no. <laughs> so definitely looking forward to both of these Final Four matchups. Um mm-hmm. Also glad they're happening. I don't know. This always happened over a weekend. Yeah, cause see, the women's will be Sunday night, and then the men will be Monday night. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay. Well, I don't have mm-hmm. any plans this weekend, so I'll be tuned in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't try to get me some chicken wings. Oh my gosh! Speaking of chicken wings, this is unrelated, but this chicken wing shortage has to end. I paid twenty-two dollars for a bag of frozen wings. Yesterday, I I can't say that, Erica. I can't say that. <laughs> I can't. I wanted some roast beef so bad one day. But you went and saw how much it cost, and was like, oh, okay, guess we're gonna find something else to eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that sucker was twenty six dollars. I was like, what? Twenty six dollars for some roast beast? I was like, what? All right. Before this becomes more depressing, let's move mm-hmm. on to the NBA because we are almost at the end of the season. It's about seven games, seven to eight games left. What did the Grizzlies do last night? And the Grizzlies are competing. Without okay. Ja Morant. Without which ja I, Morant. I still don't know how he got hurt, but go on. I Ja I think the way that John Morant just plays in general. Now he's he we've seen him knock down a few times. He he's had some knee discomfort. He hurt his hip that one time, and he's played through a lot of stuff. And I think there's the way his explosive, the way he plays, his explosiveness. He's on the floor a lot. Like it all lends to having you know some knee soreness. Now thankfully, the Grizzlies are able to continue playing just as well without him. Um, but what did they do last night? Who did they, they, who did did they beat? Night. Was it the Bucks? It wasn't it the was, Bucks. It was the Warriors. It was the Warriors, yeah. And the Warriors who are struggling right now. Mm-hmm. 
with Steph Curry out mm-hmm. with the injury mm-hmm. and resting. Um, Draymond, Draymond and, Clay and Clay were on the bench. So, but yeah, so things are getting things. Things are especially in the East. Things are getting crazy. They did beat the Bucks too. They did beat the Bucks too. Mm-hmm. That's right, and the Nets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure did. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in the East, um, there is a a thin margin for error because yesterday, Monday, the Celtics were. I heard number one seed after going and like how, how? thirteen and two after okay. the All Star break. Okay, that's because that's how close all these the standings are. But they lost to the Raptors on Monday night, and now they're the fourth seed. Okay. So in first okay. place as of Tuesday, nine o'clock Eastern, the Heat are in first place, followed by the Seventy Sixers, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Bulls, the Raptors, and then in the playing situation, we have the Cavs, the Nets, the Hornets, and the Hawks, and. Um, I would be remiss to bring up the fact that Kyrie is now full-time and back playing with the Nets full-time. And so that that creates a whole other dynamic. Um, Because, yep, the Nets are currently in eighth place, but I don't think anybody is worried that they won't make it out of the playing tournament with – even if it was just KD, nobody would be worried that they couldn't make it out of the play-in. But for these teams that are, you know, jockeying for first place, you worked really hard to get first place, second place, home court advantage, and your reward is playing the Nets in the first round. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I see that. I see that. I get that. I get that. Um, well, it is what it is. It's been one hell of a season. Mm-hmm. Especially in the East. So, it is what it is. Um, and this has uh, now become a story. I don't know if you've you noticed that. Um, so, the vaccine mandate is still in effect for the country of Canada. So, if the Nets end up playing the Raptors, um, Kyrie still won't be able to play. At in Toronto, okay. Um, but the Celtics had a handful of players who were out, who weren't on the injury report for the game before, but somehow ended up on the injury report for the game afterwards. Aside from Robert Williams, who's potentially may miss the rest of the season mm-hmm. with the knee injury, so there's been questions about these teams if there are players who aren't fully vaccinated and they end up having to face the Raptors in a seven game series, are we going to see some people not play? How did that go all season? And we didn't know, I guess that's my question. Cause I think, um, that, that was also my question, but the way that it was posed, it was that, so the Celtics had a back to back. So what was it like? Sunday, Sunday night, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Basically, Sunday night, there were players who were available and played. And then Monday night, all of a sudden, these players were on the injury report for some injury. Mm, Don't sound right to me, but go Mm -hmm. on. 
Correct. And mm-hmm. so a couple of, you know, they didn't play. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where that question is posed. Now, people have gone on the record to say that they are vaccinated. So maybe this is all speculation. But if you still have somebody on your team who is not vaccinated, yeah, then, you know, they didn't get to play in New York. Okay, cool. But now we're in the playoffs. If y'all are playing the Raptors, you can't even enter the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that it has some, you know, heavier implications at this point in the season. Okay, so that was last season that the Raptors uh, season Played was in, in Florida. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just trying to wrap my head because something ain't sounding right here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something sounding But we're right. going to find out. Uh, but it's, it's slim, 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 not a lot of room for error in the Eastern Conference right now as far as the standings. Um, mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Know, there's Love only it. a one game difference between first and fourth place. So all these games going down the stretch will be important. Um, mm. It's gonna mean it's gonna be some scrapping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some scrapping. Okay. But yeah, right now in the play-in is the Cavs, the Nets, and the Hawks. If the playoffs were start to today, so the Nets would play the Cavs, the Hornets would play the Hawks, and then the winner of Hornets Hawks would play the winner would play the loser of Cavs Nets, and that would give us our seven and eight seeds. Okay. Okay. Well, you know I'm not. Rooting for the Hawks. <laughs> They've been truly disappointing this whole year, but I told y'all they were a one-hit wonder. They weren't all that, but anyway. All right. So now let's go over to the West, mm-hmm. um, where the Suns are in comfortably in first place, mm-hmm. um, followed by the Grizzlies, the Warriors, the Mavericks, the Jazz, the Nuggets, the Timberwolves, prize of the year, Clippers, the Pelicans, and the Lakers. And um, there's only there's only a half game difference between the Spurs, who are in the eleventh place, and the Lakers, mm-hmm. who are in tenth place. And the Lakers, um, according to all the sports sites or whatever, have the toughest schedule. To remaining end the season. schedule. Yep, mm-hmm. toughest remaining schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. I imagine the Spurs will be. Moving into that tenth spot. If Doc, Coach Pop, have anything to do with it, so, um, yeah, Lakers are not championship contenders. I'm tired of trying to figure out <laughs> will they make the playoffs, will they won't, what no. we can do. Um, I'm really tired. I'm really tired of hearing about whether or not Anthony Davis is going to return. Like, um. We they talked up him possibly returning tonight against the Mavericks, and of course he's not out there, mm-hmm. and they are getting they're getting their butts handed to them because now LeBron is also dealing with the injury, mm-hmm. and it's just unfair to expect him to save mm-hmm. the Lakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's only one man. I agree. <laughs> he's only one man, but he's a part of the problem. He's the one I think. Was calling the shots. So, I th- I do think yes, and I also think that LeBron included 
a lot of people expected that this would be the year that Anthony Davis would step into the forefront and, you know, you could kind of hand the keys over to Anthony Davis and that's not happening. And, you know, the sad thing is when Anthony, obviously, I loved him when he played with Kentucky, but, you know, uh, he just may be one of those individuals who, their body can't take this no more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even at his young age. Mm-hmm. So, everybody's body is different. Yeah. I really do think that was the expectation. So, like, yeah, the bronze in the back, you know, in the background, approving, not approving, mm-hmm. certain mm-hmm. moves or whatever. But I do think mm-hmm. that this was supposed to be the season where Anthony Davis took the keys and LeBron James because – in all of LeBron James, you know, in his words, he would like to stay in the league mm-hmm. as long as possible for the opportunity mm-hmm. if his son, LeBron, you know, Bronny, makes it to the league for them to play well, together. I hear that Bronny is not his daddy. Well, he's not. He's not going to be. I think it's a lot to expect. I think that's unrealistic to expect him to be his father. Okay. Like, even, like, like physique-wise, he's not I think- his father. I think, but I think now you're just starting to hear that. People are just starting to say that out loud. I think everybody was like. I think, I think he, I, from my understanding of things, like he has the potential to be an NBA player, but he's not going to be the guy that goes like right after high school or like right, you know, right after one year of college. Mm-hmm. And so that means he has to, LeBron got to, you know, Stay in this league for at least another four to five years for that to even for that to even and happen. He ain't gonna make it. Not having to average thirty points a game. Well, you're right. <laughs> I'll play the whole game. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, I I I give it to the man. I will, but you know, he didn't I get think. the he didn't get the help that he thought he was gonna get. Yeah. And I really do, like, the the more and more I think about it, the way that this roster is set up now, I still don't understand why they traded for Russell. But all the other pieces that filled in this roster, I think everybody's expectation was that Anthony Davis would be the number one guy. I don't know. I, I, you know... I, I will hate it for Anthony Davis if he can't continue. But um, and I think yes, technically he wasted a lot of years in in New Orleans. But but I think there's there's room to figure out the whole health stuff. Like he wouldn't be the first player to extend his career by changing some No, Derrick Rose did. Right. He wouldn't be the first person the first player to have, you know, a lot of injuries and change your training habit or change mm-hmm. your your diet. You know, Chris Paul mm-hmm. has changed his diet, which has increased his longevity. You know I don't see why he's not taking advice from LeBron. But that's LeBron not. who spends a million dollars on a year taking care of just dedicated right. to taking care of his body. Right. Absolutely. So. Like there's there's still room for Anthony Davis to have a long career. I just, I just don't get that he has like the, yeah, the mental to be the killer instinct to be. Thank you. There you go. I haven't seen it. There you go. I haven't seen it. There you go. 
Say it. Spit it out. Like, it was easy for him to be the number one guy in New Orleans because he was the best player, you know, he was surrounded by not so, I don't want to say not so great, but he wasn't surround, also surrounded by top-tier talent. Okay. I don't know. I ain't seen it yet. Who, I'm who, hopeful, who, but I ain't seen who, it yet. Who got the killer? Who got the killer? The number one killer is in Memphis Grizzlies. Every last one of them. They are. All for one. One for all. All for one. Loving, loving. I really mm-hmm. am enjoying watching the Grizzlies play. Right I love it. Because what they got to lose, and I thought it was hilarious when they played, them playing the Warriors and Andre, everybody booing Andre Iguodala. Because I had completely forgot about his short stint. Very short. And him being like, um, very that's short. all right. I don't have to play with y'all. Yeah, very short. When he could have easily been a veteran addition to this. You know, it is what it is. It you is, made, yes, yeah. You made he didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he went south. Further south. Well, well, now he's back where he want to be, so. Yeah, whatever. I liked him when he played in the East. I can't remember the team he played for, but. The Heat. Oh, the Sixers? Like, at the very beginning of his career? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I think now at this point, we when we think of Andre Iguodala, we think of him as a, a warrior. Well, mm-hmm. except you. Thank you. All right. So that's all I got this week. Did you uh, just want to follow up? Do you need some more time to find that player? Who's... Yeah, because I have not been looking because uh, I've been in March Madness. Okay. Well, uh, we will extend this assignment another week. Okay. <laughs> I think I got one for you. I just got to look at my stats. Okay. Well, I'll go on and throw it out there, Allen Iverson. No. No. You tried that last week. No. Okay. Allen Iverson is not revered for his loyalty to the 76ers. He is revered for changing basketball. For changing the game. Not for his loyalty to the 76ers. In which he played for multiple other teams after being after leaving. We'll pick this up next week. I'm gonna give you. Some, I'm gonna give you another week to find somebody. Okay. Okay. Mm. So that's gonna wrap up. Well, this another week's... person that's right off the top of my head is Dominique Wilkins, Atlanta Hawks. He also ended up leaving the Hawks, so that's not gonna work out. After either. how many years? Man. Okay, Man. We, we can talk about it next week. You do your research. That's who you okay. gonna bring up. Bring your argument. Bring your argument. <laughs> bring your argument next okay. week. That's gonna wrap up this week's episode. Uh, if you're looking for previous episodes, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher Radio. If you're looking for us on social media, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at SideLineWTCooks. Mama, do you have any words of wisdom for the people before we go? It's springtime. Y'all enjoy before it gets hot. Yeah. That was very nice. I appreciate mm-hmm. that. All right, y'all. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Peace. Love is so. What else would I be? <laughs> <laughs>